Zero system, the name given to a cockpit system that quickly calculates battle data and feeds large amounts of analysis directly back to the pilot. But this system also drives the pilot to their absolute limits, to the extent that they don't even fear their own death, thus helping them gain absolute victory. Much like the Zero system, but really, not at all, PlayStation 2's Dynasty Warriors Gundam 2 puts our podcasters right in the action. Will they see the tears of time? This is After Colony 42069. to Gundam, I Hardly Know Him, the book club style podcast where we discuss every series, OVA, movie, sometimes we do a little video game, maybe even some manga. You can take the Michael out Mm -hmm. of the game, but you can't take the gamer out of the Michael, you know what I'm saying? Hell yeah. That's what I want everyone to take from this. It's been a minute and i feel like we're you know what we you know okay this is how i want you um the listener to imagine kind of how we're getting back into the swing of recording things remember that big cylindrical robot on that um on moon moon and mm-hmm. how everyone was kind of like oh leave it alone it's completely <laughs> defunct and inactive it literally cannot be operated it is caked um, in rust <laughs> it's caked in rust it can't possibly move so me and michael both had a small gentleman cr- crawl inside of us um uh, yeah, this I was, morning i was infiltrated by a mondo i was infiltrated by a mondo my doctor called it a tapeworm but i i think it's a mondo and um we're back at it baby and i'm excited yeah. to talk well, about games i also i also just want to quickly say uh what's up to my mondo freaks out there hey mondos hey beaches yeah let's fucking go i want to say mondo freaks stay fucking hidden okay <laughs> we scared you into existence and or into unexistence actually and i want to say i want you to stay fucking deep inside of the um gullies of the internet that you crawled into and don't let michael give you false confidence about i want to say out. i want to say normalize mondo that's what that's my big push for twenty. That's the world you want to live in. You want to live in a world where you go to okay, oh my gosh, uh, Saturday morning, I could really use an ice cold bev. Go to Starbucks. Mondo's your barista. Yeah. Fucking want- turning the espresso machine into a like a gun or something like that. And also just like I don't know. Okay, I have a couple things I want to say. Firstly, um, yeah, Mondo, whenever he entered that uh, cylindrical mobile suit in Moon Moon, I'm pretty sure all he did was turn it on and turn it on again. So that's like, that's us. So like, I want us to have that mindset is like, yeah, we are that big, rusty piece of shit machine. Right. But like, all we have to do is turn it off, turn it back We're on. We're not complex. Yeah. Like, we don't no. need fixing or anything. No, and then we'll just get right back into the swing of things. Uh, secondly, I just want to say uh, we're covering uh, the Gundam franchise. I'm Michael Pippen, and I'm joined by... Your favorite gamer boy, we got Simon. All right, bathwater's on sale. See that drop. <laughs> I'm Simon. Um, I'm like so excited to talk about what we did. Um, would you like to kind of introduce uh the premise of this little um little audio medium that we got uh yeah. this morning? 
Yeah, so uh, today is another entry into the Zero System, where we will be covering a Gundam video game. Um, and today we're covering one that I've been really excited about, which is Dynasty Warriors Gundam 2. Um, so this, if you're not unfamiliar with the, the Dynasty Warriors series, I'll, I'll give a quick um, kind of summation of what those games are about. Basically, uh, you're a character from the Romance of the Three Kingdoms, I guess, in the original mm -hmm. Dynasty Warriors games, and you run around a battlefield and hack and slash until you kill everybody. And then, like, as you're fighting, there's, like, a lot of text and also audio to like, tell some sort of story. Um, I loved these games when I was a kid because it was truly just mashing buttons, and that's about as good as I was at playing video games. Um, so growing up, I loved the Dynasty Warriors, and then when they introduced the big fucking robots into the series uh, with Dynasty Warriors Gundam, I was pretty much sold immediately. Um, I think I played at least one or two of these games, um, but I was really excited to to reintroduce myself to the series and uh, jump in to this. Um, so this game was developed by Omega Force and was published by Bandai Namco, our favorite corporation. Uh, the game oh, was yeah. released in Japan um, on December 18th, 2008, and then had a North American release on April 21st, 2009. Um, and then the Europeans, they didn't get it until three days later, April 24th. Damn, dude, that's kind of coming up. Airy season game. Yeah. <laughs> we don't talk about that enough with video games, which is what star sign they are. <laughs> 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 this this game is almost certainly an Aries. It's like I've never played a game that has so focused on just like hack and slashing. Like I always like yeah. knew that was a genre on my peripheral. Like I kind of like I'm like, oh, Skyrim is like a hack and slash game and all of this stuff. But this game is like truly just about I, it's like there's no really downtime in the battle, which I don't know. It's It's a very cool pacing of a game. It's you kind of start to focus on like different aspects of it. But anyways, um uh 2008, yes. Yeah, and so this game was playable on the PlayStation 2, which is the version that we played. It was also playable on PS3 and then Xbox 360. And uh one of the things I think is kind of interesting is how hard it is to find a physical copy of this game. Like there doesn't seem to there like doesn't seem to be a ton of them floating around and um I think it's one of those games that if you kind of want to buy it like you could like find it probably in a bin for like five bucks right but then somebody who's like specifically selling that game like they're charging like 35 to 45 dollars for it for some reason um so we couldn't find a physical uh version so uh we emulated it on simon's laptop which is the ideal scenario for playing a video game two people playing on one person's laptop <laughs> I thought it, like, it definitely had, when we were, like, playing, it felt like I stole my dad's work laptop because, like, that was the only <laughs> laptop in our house. And, like, I was like, bro, like, we're gonna go in, like, the basement. You have to keep it the fuck down because my parents are sleeping right now. Um, And it has split screen, so we made the laptop screen even smaller. Um, But I don't know. Dude, honestly, like... With the gameplay, or w with the way that it worked, and how you were so zoned into, like, your single character, like, it's not, like, a game, like, I don't know, like, we we played Rocket League split-screen the other day, and, like, I thought yeah. that was just, like, a clusterfuck, because you have to be, like, yeah. so cognizant of everything around you, but I, I don't know, I think Dynasty, this, like, 
split screen goes with this type of game really really well because mm. it kind of is you know you're only worried about what's like six feet in front of you in the game or yeah. you know the it, in the, the boss levels are a little bit different i suppose but yeah you can use ranged attacks um with your gundam but it's they're very limited so you're basically going to be doing mostly like sword attacks or punching yeah and so like you're really only worried about what's right in front of you like depth doesn't really matter and also moving around the world it doesn't really matter it's just pure chaos <laughs> depth doesn't matter to the point where they won't render things that are like t like 20 feet in front of you because it's running on the ps2 which is i don't seeing all of the um like the technical limitations that they had to work with on the mm -hmm. ps2 was really interesting because I mean, it is this Grandoise battle that you're fighting in, right? Like, it's yeah. this um, big, there's hundreds and hundreds of enemies, and they're calling in reinforcements, and there's parts of the battlefield that you need to get to. Um, but if you actually take a look at what's happening, I feel like the game is only rendering, like, what's six feet around you, and you're kind yeah. of just, like, in this black box going around everywhere. And I thought that was, like, incredibly clever because it totally, totally um, communicated the feeling of this, like, big battle and, like, these spaces that you need to go to. But it was always funny because, like, in at any given point, you're kind of in this weird, like, void, silent hill bubble. Um, yeah. Just, like, slashing your way through all the robots. So I want to kind of take the listener through how we experienced the game so firstly we sat down on a couch we had simon's laptop up we it took maybe an hour and a half for us to figure out how to get it to work yeah unfortunately which is like that's the norm we did this last time with the last yeah, system. it was like we i mean i i think that like playing games on an emulator like it's it costs zero dollars and zero cent well it shouldn't cost zero dollars and zero cents. I'm not going to say anything incriminating, <laughs> but it like, you know, it's this free software um, that I, I think it's like open source. It might not be, but I mean, it does come with, it's fucking hard to get it like set up. It's not like just booting up a PS2 and playing no. a game. And so we get it booted up finally. And, you know, we get onto the main screen and there's a couple of options. So I think mm -hmm. um, just going purely off memory, there's official mode. Uh, mission mode and then there's like versus mode yes yes um, i think we dived right into versus mode um because we kind of wanted to get the firstly we didn't know if you could co-op play some of the other levels exactly so we, and it's hard to find information about what you can and cannot do for this video game like there's just like mm -hmm. not a lot of information out there no controls available anywhere like we that was also kind of the cool part um we hopped into verses and i feel like we just tr like treated it like a sandbox in that yeah. first like 15 minutes inside of verses it was like it, it was the equivalent of just like you know hopping into call of duty and only throwing grenades everywhere because like you have no idea what's happening exactly like we d I, I didn't even really understand if we were in the same physical space of the video game but yeah. they eventually found each other it's just like one of those things it was a really fun point or a really fun time of discovery too because every time yeah. we figured out how to do something it was like the hypest thing ever we were like Definitely. holy shit bro press r1 <laughs> you can jump like <laughs> <laughs> i like i don't know it just reminded me a little bit of that spirit of my brother and i going to blockbuster and picking out a game that we just didn't know anything about exactly and, and taking it home plugging it in and then just like hitting buttons until we eventually figure out the combos or something 
And so mm-hmm. he just kind of had that like retro feel uh, of playing this game, which was was really nice. Um, so I think we played through one versus mode. Um, and versus mode was pretty much like we're competing against each other to complete challenges, I think. Yeah. And the challenges, there was like four people in the server and like, or in the world and you had to, it just like gave you like, it was like yeah. a contracts in Call of Duty Warzone. It just like gave you people that you needed to kill. So like I was, I decided to take Judo with the double Zeta and I was tasked with killing Domon Gashu from G Gundam. Like it was just like random, like a random different universe that I had to kill. Um, yeah. And Machine was there helping me. It made no sense, but it was also kind of fun uh, to see. Firstly, like the scales of the different mobile suits, and then there's just like a ton of grunts from I, I'm not even sure what series. And then I think you were Camille. Yeah, were I was Camille. Um. But you in were the in Zaku. Zaku. I was yeah. I was Camille in the Zaku because I was like, this is weird. This is something that I can do. Um, but I would love to go back to that versus mode because the thing I think the point of the versus mode is it's kind of like the victory lap of all your unlockable characters. Yes, because definitely. um like we were like Judo and Camille are available from the get-go because they're like mains, but we um we're kind of like at, like looking through all the characters. We we're like, oh fuck! Like we want to play as Rue, we want to play as Haman, but like those characters weren't available, and we're like, oh, like I, I, I guess like you know that they, they could only fit so many characters into the game. Um, but uh, as we learned later, we you can come back with like characters that you unlock, which is also this like lost art in video games. With there's no like unlockables anymore. It's yeah. Kinda, well, at least well, with the video games that we've been playing heavily lately. Yeah, or there are unlockables, but it's like cosmetics like not really like or like you're you're paying for them exactly it's not like whole ass new characters with like voice acting lines because i mean in actuality for the studio like that doesn't make a whole lot of sense to be like all right we got to like record all these lines for haman khan like we have no idea if the characters are ever like if this is going to see the light of day at all but like exactly we're putting it in the game you know yeah so so we played through a versus mode, and then I think after that we went straight into the official mode. Yes. And the official mode uh, covers the series, so it covers Mobile Suit Gundam, it covers Zeta Gundam, uh, Gundam Double Zeta, and it actually also covers uh, Char's counterattack. So you have like the choice of playing, I think, as Char, Amuro, Camille, or Judo. And obviously, yes. since we're in the season of Double Zeta. And we don't have we'd have a ton of time to uh, to play the game. We just jumped right into Judo's storyline mm-hmm. um, to play as through the the story of Double Zeta. So the most interesting thing and the thing I'm like was really excited about is the fact for the first time ever we got to hear Judo, Ru, um, Peru, Glimmy, Haman. We got to hear voice actors for all of these people. Um, yeah, we got Beecha, and it was it was just a wild experience to have to hear Judo in English, to have Rue, um, L, Beecha, and I kind of just want to go through those characters. And obviously, um, it's been a couple of days since we played, so I just wanted to kind of say our impression of what what the voices sounded like compared to to what we thought. I thought so. Judo, I thought sounded pretty good. This is Judo Ashta, Zeta Gundam, ready to launch. So this is Earth. 
Damn! I'm not getting any closer to Lena! Damn! I'm out of juice! Judo was good to go. Judo, yeah. like, um... I thought that the thing about... Or, the reason I like Judo is because his, like, what he was saying in English made sense to his character. Some of the characters, like, despite them having voices similar to how they sounded in the anime, um, they were just, like, saying the most insane shit ever that was, like, completely uncharacteristic of them, in my opinion. Definitely. Um, but, well, like, yeah, yeah like, so Peru had, like, a monologue, and maybe we can find some of these, um find some of these moments and kind of insert them if that's possible. But Puru mm -hmm. had a monologue that was just seemed completely out of character for a child. Well, no wonder you're pissed off. Huh? What do you mean? The thing is, humans don't like looking at themselves. But no matter how much someone might hate themselves, it's so hard to give up on yourself. So hard to stop being you. What are you babbling about? Exactly. Um, so I found that very interesting, but I thought judo was pretty straightforward and definitely the most like compatible character to the voice. Judo um, was really good. Who who else? Um, Rue. Judo, we better not get carried away. This is a war. You understand that, right? At least we managed to save a few of the civilians, thanks to Judo. I thought, I thought Rue was, was pretty good. I yeah. thought Rue's voice actor like was really good. Like if they were gonna mm -hmm. do a dub, I would like that same voice actor yeah. to do Rue's voice. Yeah. Um, yeah. L, I feel like we both agreed that L's was a little strange. Isn't rescuing Lena enough of a reason to fight for you? She and Judo are our friends, you know. I think that the prompt that the designer of the game, like, gave the voice actor is just, like, you're, like, fucking, like, Lindsay Lohan Freaky Friday, just, like, bit, like mean teenager, and it was, yeah. I don't know, it was just, like, very one note, um, but, again, like, I mean, that's kind of, like, what L, and especially, like, I mean, you're, we're, the thing that is crazy about this game to me is you are assuming that the players of the game have never seen the anime before you know yeah like you have to operate under that assumption to a certain um to like a certain amount so like rue or like l for example like they it probably they're like we don't have time to like fucking like fit in all the backstory of like she's a no. childhood friend and like all this stuff it's like she's just like blonde girl that is kind of mean and like that's what the voice actor did it was good yeah but I really want to talk about, and hopefully we can insert some Beecha in here, because... <laughs> hey, this is real gravity. We're starting to drop. The Earth looks like a giant marble. What's the matter, Judo? Are you feeling okay? Beecha got done dirty. This <laughs> Beecha got down bad, man. <laughs> did not did not work. And also, just a like, I'm pretty sure they grabbed Greg from accounting... And they oh were my like, God. dude, we need somebody to be Beecha, this like auxiliary he character. He was just like, his voice was so deep. It was like Beecha like grew up all of a sudden and became boring and like got a job as like a fucking car mechanic or something where he just like, I don't know, had nothing going for him. And he just seemed so like, I don't know, man. 
it like yeah. his voice was so high and like cheerful in the anime and like i don't know yeah and he just like he yeah i feel like his voice him and mondo's voices in the the japanese anime were both like full of character because they're very much like agents of chaos like what we've talked about so like they need to have like very over the top voices and then his voice in this game is just like like i don't know like a kid that just hit puberty like i don't know it yeah. was very uh, like his voice just dropped <laughs> i don't know no very luckily um during the actual like campaign and gameplay he didn't have a whole lot of voice lines it was mostly like judo and play um and they and i I also i like the voice actor of play like the way i don't know it sounded i don't know it was like i wasn't focusing too much on it because we were fucking mashing buttons but yeah it was was doable that's one of the things that's like the most awkward part about this game is the story is happening in like the most chaotic sense which i guess is like kind of similar to real life like what to the anime because like (laughs) a lot of times they're like fighting and yelling at each other and like that's telling me like during a war there's not cutscenes, bro (laughs) (laughs) but it's awkward it's like it's awkward to be playing the game trying to win and then like the story is happening around you and you're like you can't really tell what's going on well what i thought was interesting is we were using the story beats as like oh fuck plays giving the monologue dude back the fuck off that means that she's about to do her super attack (laughs) which was like i don't know it was um i i think uh to jump forward a little bit into the actual gameplay of it because like Mm -hmm. we were stoked on like they had a little uh like dating sim style uh kind of story thing at the beginning where like you know 2d characters were popping up and just dialogue and stuff was happening and then we got into the actual game and i don't remember the first couple levels i think the first couple levels were just kind of grindy we were like fighting play and then she left and we're fighting glemmy and then he left like yeah it was basically trying it was the the story starts off when lena is taken by glimmy exactly so it's it's like um play still on or puru is still on glimmy's side and so you're the playing the part of judo and you're trying to get lena back and then so like um simon was playing as player one so he was playing as judo and then a weird part about the game (laughs) is that the second player just like you don't get an in-universe character to be you can only be characters from out of universe so like i was playing as um miliardo peacecraft from gundam wing who's for some reason in the universe with judo trying to help him get lena back so it's like exactly. a very like odd way to play, but um, so each time I played is like a different auxiliary character from a different, completely different universe. That's um, true. They didn't. Well, they can't give the options to like Biru or like any of the in-universe characters because they're all used. Like exactly. I mean, now saying it, like I guess seeing it in that context, that makes sense. I feel like they could have done like I could be. I don't know. It would have been a lot more boring, I guess. But you, you were just like, like nameless pilot character, like something yeah, like that, in, in like a gym seventy eight or something. <laughs> you, and you're just like in the shittiest mobile suit. I'm to- I'm Taurus's stepbrother. I I he <laughs> he's babysitting <laughs> me right now. Gotta get up. <laughs> Put me in this fucking robot. Let's fuck it up. Or like make um, you like why couldn't I be like Eno? Like just put Eno in. That's true. Maybe as we unlock characters, um. Because that's what I was thinking, that as we unlock characters, we can play them in story missions. Because we had to play through that whole thing. And, like, like if you were playing Rue and, like, we saw Rue, we're not, like, 
and we saw like Rue as a C or CPU. We're not going to be like this is game breaking and like unbelievable. Yeah. It's like that's not the point of it. Ninety nine percent of the game is literally just like watching these small grunt robots explode. Yeah, I mean, or like, I mean, to talk about something else that you and I are playing together, we're we're playing through the Halo series. Fuck yeah! And so we just started playing Halo One, uh, Combat Evolved, and every time when you're playing co op, like. <laughs> you are one person like you're playing as one we person. are master chief <laughs> yeah together we are master chief but like in a cutscene, you're one and then you like separate into two different beings they could have done that with this game and i think that would have been just fine if i'm being honest hello judos <laughs> <laughs> um so yeah the the first i want to talk through uh, that the um episodes or levels really quick so the first one's just a space battle it's pretty simple I think mm-hmm. it was just clearing grunts, basically, from I don't different... think there was any boss, or if there was, it yeah. was very, like one or two hits on it, and you're good. Yeah, I think we fought Glimmy. Um, and we were and playing so... on normal difficulty at this we were... point. I think that's <laughs> yes. important to specify. At this point, we were like, we're like, <laughs> there's easy, normal, and hard, and we're like, you know what? We're normal. How the game meant to be played, you know? That, that sort of thing. Yeah. So we're playing as normal, because we're a couple normies, and we're destroying level one. Yeah. Um, level one was a breeze, just killing some It was some a joke. Bugs. It was yeah. a little insulting, but yeah. Level two takes place, it jumps uh, like pretty far ahead. It jumps straight to the battle after the colony drop in Dublin. So it's um, when Perlu 2 shows up with the Psycho Gundam. Perlu 1 in the Quible, uh Mark 1, and then Judo in the Double Zeta. And then for some reason, there's me, and I'm in fucking Wing Gundam as Hiro Yui from a different timeline. So, um, so lost. And I would say 90% of our playtime of this game, which I, I think we played like maybe four hours. I'd say 90% of that time, like three hours and 30 minutes or something, we spent playing this fucking level. We played this oh. level... So many times because it, the difficulty on this just ramped it up. It spiked. It just like fucking straight to our veins. Like it was, <laughs> a, we weren't playing the level because we thought it was fun. I think that that's important to specify. Yes, it was we were... the first time through, we were like, wow, <laughs> this is so cool. Great storytelling. Like, um, by the end, cannot, it was. I cannot stress enough how much fun we were not having. <laughs> it, like, I think the first night Michael came over and we were playing and, like, we looked at each other and, like, it was, like, 11 o'clock at night and Michael was just like, I'm going to go home, dude. I, like, <laughs> and then, like, like, it was just, like, I was, like, thanks, like, thanks for coming over and you were just, like, yeah, man, like, I'll see you tomorrow. Like, it was, like, <laughs> like it wasn't, like, it, we, it was, like, leaving work on a Thursday after, like, a really tough day at work. And you're just, like, yeah, like, I'm going home. I'll, I'll see you in the salt mines tomorrow, I guess. Exactly. Like, like we, we'll like, there was tomorrow. just no, because, okay, um, a little, a little, I'll, I'll give, I, I think, a brief synopsis of why this level was so hard. Because, like, basically, it was fighting, play, um, Play two? Was it fighting play two? Yeah, yeah. Because yeah, play was on our the... side, and we had to like kind of protect her a little bit. Yeah, exactly. Um, because that was the lose condition. It was the lose condition was play dies, Michael dies, or Simon dies. And exactly. we, um, you know, the first couple times, like Michael and I were dying, then we would do really well, and then play died. And like there was this insane timing thing that we had to get in order to like weaken um play two, and then we could finally go in and attack. 
but it didn't seem to always work but it worked enough where like we didn't think that the game was being unfair we were just like we were bad it was a really good balance of just like I felt like every time we lost, we kind of concluded that we were to blame. Like we were yeah. like, it wasn't like, it wasn't like throwing the controller at the TV, like this bullshit game from 2008. Like they need to learn like, like balance and shit. We were like, damn. It's us. Like, well, like, and I think it's like, the more I think about it, it's I going back and playing an older video game. Is, I think it's difficult on your brain. Like I've done yes. this recently with playing the metal gear solid games. You have or, to unlearn you know, like, a lot. Yeah. Well, it's just like learning how to be like, you're seeing things in a different plane of existence. Like the, the textures and the, like the amount of detail is just so much reduced that mm-hmm. like you have to be more, a little bit more perceptive. And I think it's like a crutch to having been playing like, modern video games to then jump back and play an older video game i just because like the the language of how things move is so much different and so that's how i kind of felt about this like the way that how clunky it was to perform a smash attack which is like an attack to bring down the psycho gundam like didn't make any sense like it was poorly done no it was like it was it was the timing it didn't feel good but like I don't know. I think that, like, video games nowadays are just made to be as easy as they possibly can on our minds. Like, I like yeah. they walk you through every single, single, like, for my full-time job, I have to, like, I make, like, fucking mobile, like, or, like, mobile game-looking games, and it is, like, 90, <laughs> I feel like we, we use the word 90% a lot. A big portion um, of my job is just making like tutorializing every single thing because like people are so afraid of others not understanding how the game functions. And I don't know, this definitely didn't hold your hand and I kind of loved it. Like it was just like you had to you had to be bad and get frustrated at the game, but not to the point where you thought that it was impossible because it worked just enough times that you kind of convinced yourself that you figured out how it worked. And then you played through again and nothing like it didn't work how you thought, which I, I don't know. That's a really interesting like gameplay loop that, you know, people or I feel like developers are straying away from now because they're like, that's not good. We need like repeatability and we need the player to like, think everything is fair but i don't know i kind of liked um all of this to say me and michael switched the difficulty to easy we've been dancing around the subject for a while now i just i had to say it so we played the game for a very long time night one that felt bad saying out loud i thought it would be easier I, i i got home was just lying awake in bed just like my thumbs were just flinching at the idea of playing against the psycho gundam and I texted Simon, we could have just switched the difficulty to easy. And like, I'm I don't glad wanna... we didn't. I think yeah. that says a lot about us as people and about our morality yeah. and the um, values that we hold like close to our heart. We, that we went just through, went that for, at least that first night. And I want to I wanna also make it clear every time that we lost. We had to completely back out yes. of the game and re like relaunch that level. No, just like time, press X to try again. It was yeah, and every time it prompted us for the difficulty level that we wanted, and every time we hit normal, and every time at the very end of the level, right before it goes back to the main screen, there is 
a small cutscene in which Haro <laughs> bounces and says, focus. And he just like so every time to put like the developers didn't have to do that. Like no. that wasn't a loading screen. It wasn't hiding no. anything. Uh-huh. It was just It was a fuck you. It was taunting us. It was which made us I don't know. That being said, um I th- was it the next night? I don't know. It was a couple nights later probably. I think it was um, the next night. I think we jumped right back in the next night. Um which I'm glad we did because yes. I, I, at this point it was all I was thinking about. Um, was, was, was beating this fucking level and i do uh before we move on i do want to quickly so i brought up uh i want to talk about something that i found online which is yes. a, a review of this video game Perfect. i was looking at the oh, reviews great. um and typically i would do this at the end of one of these episodes but i think it's now a perfect time mm-hmm. so we we're talking about how we're not blaming the video game necessarily for how difficult this was um but I want to bring up this review that I found, which is a one-star review on Amazon oh, no. uh, from from Amazon customer. Uh, and also, this this review is from March seventh, twenty twenty, which I think is okay. hilarious that other people are playing this. Um, it says your friend keeps dying on the second big robot level. There's no way to pass it. One star. Other people are having this uh, this issue. <laughs> It's not just that, us. That was the exact. Do you think that was the level that we were just talking about, Michael? It has to be, unless okay. The only unless there's a Psycho Gundam in the Zeta section. Wait, Michael, say, how the fuck would you beat that level by yourself? And this is what I wanted to say. If you weren't there, I would have put down the fucking controller and walked <laughs> away so much earlier. <laughs> it was. It was fun and funny to do it together, but I think by yourself that this video game would be infuriating. Unplayable. <laughs> Unplayable. Cause yeah, half of the half of the fun like the only strategy that we had to take down this big motherfucker is like to <laughs> tag team it. Like that was yeah. the only thing we had going for us. Like And also just like moral support. Like every exactly. time you, like, every time you knocked it down, I was like, Simon, hell yeah. Every time I knocked it down, you were like, Michael. Good job. Without that, <laughs> I would have crumbled as a human. <laughs> exactly. Exactly. We really grew together as um, our friendship as well as uh, growing the characters that we unlocked. That was fantastic. So all I have to say, um, I think that uh, it's we should be very proud of ourselves. We did mm-hmm. beat the Psycho Gundam. Oh, my God. And the fucking, uh, like, oh, last I be, thing I'll I say. Be really, I want to be really explicit about this. We came back the next day, played yeah. on normal for maybe 30 to 45 minutes before yeah. we finally with like hung our heads and switched it to easy. We switched it to easy. It still took us three tries to beat the level. It I wasn't that, that all, like, we immediately got it. It was still hard as shit. What do you think that easy changed about normal? Because I was trying to focus or trying to focus on it. And I don't think it changed the pacing of anything. I just think it changed the amount of health that it knocked, which is like. Yeah. I think that is what the the main the hardest part of it is like health management because there's no yeah. way to get your health back. Your health is a one way street. I mean, mm-hmm. there are ways to get your health back, but in this level, there's there no way to get your health back. Yeah, it was like occasionally you'd get like an upgrade, and it would be like your health is back. But, but that was the thing; it was it arbitrary. Wouldn't... We couldn't yeah. plan around getting our health back. Like every that, that's the other weird thing about this game. Like sometimes Michael would just like be like, "Oh, I have all of my shields and all of my health back now," and I'm like. 
cool, bro. Like, <laughs> like, but you're on like a sliver, so then it's just up to me to try and win. Exactly, it, and I'm yeah. like, all right, I'm just gonna like dash around the outside and like hide behind this like fucking glitched out wall. Like, I don't yeah. think that the pathfinding can go back here. And then every um, time that happened, I just thought to myself, Michael, now's your time to shine. Let's fucking do this. And I just get clobbered. <laughs> Exactly. Yeah, which is like I don't know how it can be a single player experience. Also, but I want to I want to bring back saying clobbered. I really enjoyed saying that. Yeah, clobbered is really cool. I don't know if there's a whole lot of things that you can clobber in real life. Oh, no, not too many things, bro. I was driving Ooh, like home food. the other day, clobbered <laughs> oh, no. the cyclist. It- <laughs> I was gonna say Whoa. like, oh, dude, I went to <laughs> I went to In and Out and I clobbered a double double like. That sounds cool. That sounds yeah. like that's like surfer talk. That's like yeah. you know you're getting back. That's cool. like I clobbered that wave or like yeah. I mean or like um I got a twelve pack of Bud Heavy last night and I clobbered them. I just or maybe hey I woke up really really early um today and I clobbered my work assignment. I did a yeah. great job and I clobbered hey, all of my I, chores. I clobbered that phone call with my mom that I was really dreading having, and I had a doctor's appointment. I absolutely clobbered all of my symptoms, and that's not good. That that chemotherapy really clobbered my cancer. (laughs) Bro, this depression I have is really clobbering my brain. (laughs) Racism is really clobbering our democracy. (laughs) (laughs) <laughs> bro the military is really clobbering our expense budget every year <laughs> the police wow. are really clobbering our right to free speech <laughs> the police are really clobbering people like that's so what's happening <laughs> oh, all right we, brought, we successfully uh... <laughs> brought clobbering back we did it michael it's fucking it's april 3rd we brought clobbering back we did yeah. it that's what I want uh, my legacy to be <laughs> in the legacy of this um, podcast. Yeah, but we got clobbered by play. And the yeah. thing is, she had fucking two phases, too. So, like, I think we beat her one time on normal and we're like, we did it. And then, like, it was just like fucking phase yeah. two. Both of us were like sliver of health. And we're just like, it was it was an insane amount of demoralization in a single night. But we did beat it. And then I feel like everything after that was pretty, like, victory lap-wise. Like, it, we were fighting Haman after that, and it was, like, just pretty easy. Yeah, I think we had, like, two I think we are playing on easy that. for the remainder of it anyway, but that's yeah, not Yeah, we did, we did just leave it on easy because at that point it was late on the second night, and we just really needed to push through this story. Um, so I think the next level you thought you fought Glimmy, and then the level after that you fought Haman. I do want to yeah. say... Um, I really like. I really enjoyed Haman's voice actor. I thought that uh, had like the perfect amount of like, um, like sultriness in her voice. Maybe is like the the best way to describe it. Um, and I don't know if it was the same voice actor from Zeta or not. I didn't notice. I didn't watch any of it in English. So, oh wait, no, Zeta was in English. Um. I don't know, man. Yeah, I don't there's remember. a lot of voice actors for video games. Um, yeah, they kind of had a big. I don't know. That might be interesting to kind of dive into. That's kind mm-hmm. of a fun rabbit hole to uncover when you like uh, follow like all of the voice actors' work because, like, I think especially because this game was developed in Japan, I 
I saw this one thing, and there's just, like, tons and tons of American voice actors that just, like, live in Japan and just, like, bounce around. They're like, yeah, I was in, like, Super Mario Odyssey, and then I was in, like, you know, fucking Call of Duty, and then I was, like, just all these Japanese-developed games that needed, like, uh, English voice acting. They just, like, bounce around, so it was probably that situation. Um, a couple a couple last thoughts. So we, we finished out the Double Zeta storyline, um, and it ends with the most disappointing cutscene of all time, which is just voice acting with no animated people <laughs> doing oh, yeah. the ending it's of the story. just glory shots of the spaceship. <laughs> yeah. Not even, like, spaceships that you recognize. Just, no, it's like, a spaceship that's, spaceships. like, a fucking cube in a cylinder with, like, UV-mapped metal texture on it. Yeah, and it's, like, the they at no point seem to animated, like, done new animation for any characters. They only animated boxy-ass robots because, like, any of the cutscenes are all, all just... Uh, robots and shit. That's really smart, though. That's like animating humans is hard as fuck. Animating like Gundams and like for like three D modeling is like a lot easier, you know? Yeah, definitely. Um, yeah. So we finished it up, and I think one of the things that like was interesting is at that point, then we unlocked a lot of the characters and mobile mm-hmm. suits for like the playable other levels and stuff. Um, yes. But all in all, what well, like. I just kind of want to talk about our experience playing it. Would we recommend it? Do you think you'll play more of the game, um, et cetera? Um, I think that I would absolutely recommend it. It is a really, I almost would play it in the context of like, I would have music on while I was playing it. And it was just Mm -hmm. like, kind of like, it's kind of just like something to do with your hands because the story is not super important, especially, especially if you're play if you've already seen all the anime, like we were, as we were watching the story, we were like, Oh, they have this scene. Cause they can only include like, you know, five story beats. Cause there's only five levels per character or something like that. Yeah. So it was just kind of like, I don't know. It was really nice to, I think play with a friend at the, I thought that the split screen was like really, really good. And I mean, playing it with you was really, really easy. And it was kind of fun to like fight alongside you. And I really liked, um, in battling all of the grunts, you know, we're like talking about all of this, just like mindless hitting, but there's like these cool, uh, combos that you can do as well. I think that Mm -hmm. was something that we didn't really, um, talk about, but it's a cool thing. Like, I mean, it kind of turns into a rhythm game a little bit, actually, mm. If um, which I thought was really, really fun. And, uh, like, I'm not really into, uh, like, Dark Souls or any other, like, like uh, hack and slash, uh, like, third-person game. Um, but I really kind of liked the mindlessness of this and then the pacing of building up your, uh, like, ultimate uh, fight or your ultimate power i don't know it's just like a big laser that you could shoot out of you every single like mobile suit has a different ultimate which is kind of cool um and then i don't know just like the pacing of like using the grunts to build up your ultimate then using your ultimate on a hard grunt then like doing it that all over again i thought was like it was just a really really solid gameplay loop which is why i think there's so many dynasty warriors like they just did a good job designing the um like core loop of the game and I yeah. really, really liked it. Graphics were, like, cool as shit. I don't know. Mm-hmm. I always knew what was going on, and it was on a PS2 game with, like, 
lots of action going on. I felt like it was super responsive and all of my hits like landed where I thought they would hit. Um, and yeah, I don't know. I would definitely, definitely recommend it. I liked it way fucking better than the other Gundam game we played that game. Yeah, like, I, was, I was wondering because I didn't get to play that one, but you did. I don't um, think this. I don't think that game holds a finger to this game. Like that game yeah. was so frustrating to play. I mean, I think that if you were to play it a lot and you know you get like all the moves down and kind of understand how everything's happening, it would be fun. But I like this game was. I, it was probably because I was playing with you too. Like playing games with people is so much better. Um, but I don't know. I really, really liked it. That's my cumulative review. Um. Five bright slaps from Simon, Michael. Oh wow. Um. Yeah. So I I would say that um, it's definitely seemed like a better video game than Zeta versus Double Zeta, and I think a lot of that's just down to the fact that at this point there had been a lot of Dynasty Warriors games already, so they kind of had that format down. I think if you like that format and you like Gundam, you're gonna enjoy this game at like to some sort of point, you know. It's definitely nothing incredible, um, but for the price we paid, um, I'm not complaining. <laughs> also, this is like the ROM community is fucking cool as hell. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I will say um, if I'm going to give my bright slips out of 10, I would say at this point, I'm going to give it like a 7.5 um, okay. just because I'm interested to see. I don't know, like. So far, a Gundam video game just hasn't fully scratched the itch um, that I'm, like, hoping for. Although I did really enjoy that this game included the 0079, Zeta, and Double Zeta storylines as playable storylines. I just think that's, like, so cool to have, like, in general, to, like, play through something. And if that's what you want, then I think you're going to enjoy it. Um, So, yeah, yeah, 7.5 out of 10. I don't remember what I gave Zeta. I think I gave it 7, maybe. Um, but yeah, I mean, all in all, I think that I would be super stoked if they made a new version of this, like, oh my gosh, like a PS4 remastered version. I'm not, I wouldn't even ask that they, um, like change any of the gameplay mechanics, like just like have new models if you want, but mostly just like, I feel like the PS4 refresh rate and like hitboxes and like game engine is like way more responsive. Well, I think, like, ideally, a Gundam video game I would like would be more of, like, a combat, like, Battlefront 2 kind of, like, mm, Like, with lots of, like, combat. really nice sound design. That yeah. was the thing about this game. The sound design definitely got a little repetitive, and sound design is so huge in uh, um, in video games. Definitely. Um, so before we wrap up, I do want to just go through a couple of reviews. So yeah. this game, uh, Mobile Suit, or uh, Dynasty Warriors Gundam 2, on Metacritic has a meta score of 52, um, which I believe is out of 100. Whoa, <laughs> which is pretty dude, shitty. Holy shit. Wait, never uh, mind. I guess we hate this game. <laughs> yeah, I'm so glad that Metacritic is here to help us know what we think of it. Um, the user score is 6.5. Um, well, that's a little so, bit better than the yeah. aggregate score. Uh, so I'll read some of the some of the bad reviews from publications. GameSpot said uh, they gave it a 40. This bot-filled sequel delivers uh, all the mind-numbing monotony that we come to expect from the Dynasty Warriors franchise. Um, <laughs> I mean, it's literally just like I don't enjoy that type of game, so I'm gonna give it a shit review. But it's like, why are you even playing it at that point? Like, yeah, it's like if I reviewed metal music, like I don't even like the genre, so I'd just be like, oh, another shitty metal song. 
but yeah. it doesn't make any sense. Exactly. It's like what, yeah, I, I think we talked about this last uh, last time, but like I just really dislike um, like websites like Pitchfork, and they're like, we're going to review this type of music that we hate. And it's like, I don't why know, are you man. Doing that? Like, <laughs> I feel like listen to fucking our review. Like, I think our review was way better than any of these other reviews because like we like Gundam and we like video yeah. games. So like, I feel like we have a really solid base for both. I mean, not to like toot our own horn and like, I don't know. Definitely. But... Um, nice. So IGN gave it a 49. IGN said the PS2 version really is a minor disaster. It's so blurry what? and it stutters so frequently. I can easily say it's the worst version of the three, um, even if it's the same content. So I thought that was interesting because we did play the PS2 version. We played on an um, emulator, though. So like I, I don't know enough about emulators to know if like the hardware limitations of the PS2 reflect on like an emulator or something. I don't know. Yeah. Yeah, definitely. Um, but I also thought it'd be good to read some user reviews um, because these are, yeah, again, like I'm saying, like a lot of these people from Game Zone, Total PlayStation, IGN, like they're not going to be Gundam fans necessarily. So it's like this is a game for Gundam fans. It'd be like, yeah, again, I mean, if like you're you... critiquing it like on like game design and like what it like yeah. what good video games are, like I don't think it's that great. But also there's I don't know. Games journalism's weird. <laughs> oh, yeah, definitely. Uh, so Stephen M, he reviewed this in 2009. He said the first game was a nice. five at best, but the sequel is five times, if not more, better that than that in every aspect. Oh, nothing, yeah. is perf- nothing is perfect, but for a Dynasty Warriors game to get this much, much attention from me uh, has to be doing something right, nine out of ten. Um, nice. Thanks, Stephen. I, Come on the podcast. Yes. Stephen M, a few, uh, his reviews from April 21st, 2009. So pretty soon after it came out. Um, and Stephen, we love you. April 21st, dude, that the previous day, he just all fucking day, just dynasty yeah. warrior Gundam. <laughs> fucking uh, then we have, blazing we have one it. from J-R-S-O-N, Junior Son. Um, this one's from May 5th, 2020. So this is definitely a um, this this man uh, really dived back into his uh, video game reviewing with the pandemic. Uh, this is he says the gameplay is pretty fun, but like other Dynasty Warriors games, this one can get uh, pretty repetitive if you don't switch mobile suits often. This is further increased uh, with the characters don't start with all the mobile suits in the beginning, so that means that you have to play with the same couple of mobile suits until you unlock more. Um, you have to switch characters. It may not be as much progress and ambitions as your preferred character. Uh, not the best Dynasty Warriors game out there. And he gave it a seven. Um, a, a pretty fair review, in my opinion. Um, yeah, that's completely valid. That's definitely, I think, the biggest weak or one of the biggest weaknesses of the game is if you want to actually like hundo p it, you're playing the same mobile suit over and over and over again. It's like it gets. It, I can see it getting very grindy. And also, like mobile suit to mobile suit. The point of having, like, an Overwatch, for example, the point of having a ton of different characters is to cater for all sorts of different play styles. So, mm-hmm. but there's kind of one play style in this game. Like, there's no, even if you play a different mobile suit, it's, you're not drastically changing the, uh, or drastically changing the, the gameplay loop. Yeah. Yeah, definitely. Um, so, yeah, all in all, I feel like it's I feel like it's the exact same conclusion that we came through uh, came to <laughs> with uh, Zeta versus double Zeta or We're boring. Yeah, which is just like Gundam versus Zeta Gundam, which is just that like 
if the, if you're a Gundam fan, um, play you're it. Enjoy, yeah, you're gonna enjoy the game. Uh, to to some extent, like you may not love it. Um, but if you're just like a video game fan, why are you playing this? I I There's don't. There's so many better PS2 games. Holy shit! Like the PS2 yeah. is a buck wild console. It had. Oh my god, I fucking love the PS2 so much. It, I don't know, but um, it's kind of so cool I, that this game exists. Yeah, I I'm glad it does, and honestly, I'm like pretty stoked to play the next versions of it. So we there is there are two sequels. There's Dynasty Warriors Gundam Three, and then Dynasty Warriors Gundam Reborn. Any of those um, on the PS4, my guy? I think that they're both on PS3. Hell so yeah, we, we have that. We might, yeah, we might have to find try and uh, find some physical copies of those. If you're out there and you have a physical copy of either of those games and you uh, want to get rid of it, we'll buy it from you from uh, for market value. Yeah, I don't, for market I don't value. Can, yeah, I don't think we can emulate um, either of those, unfortunately. Uh, but yeah, real quick, I did, just to put this into context, I feel like it is important. In 2009, uh, Batman Arkham Asylum came out, Assassin's Creed what 2, the, Call of fuck? Duty... Call of Duty, Modern Warfare 2, Uncharted 2, Resident Evil 5, Left 4 Dead 2. Sucks. <laughs> this game is so bad. Why did they do such a bad job making this game? <laughs> and for for you, Simon, to put this into context of the Halo franchise, this came out the same year as Halo 3 ODST. Fuck that, this like, game. Expansion. This game is, is so bad. They did such a bad job with it. So yeah, all in all, I think that um, <laughs> Wait, I'm glad we played fuck? it, but <laughs> it came out the same year as Modern Warfare 2, like one of the, the best Call of Duty games. So Wow. All right. I see you. So well, yeah, imagine imagine yourself at Blockbuster in 2009 and you decide to pick out this game instead of any of these other great games. I think you would be pretty pissed off. Yeah, that's funny as fuck, but... I mean, I, I I don't know. The developer is probably a lot smaller than fucking like Infinity Ward or whoever was making Call of Duty at the time. But yeah, I mean, I think it's just like different. Like you're going for a completely different thing. Like I think this right. game is seriously developed just for fan service. I mean, works. like yeah, it works. And you're very you have to be very lucky to like have the prompt of like hey make the next call of duty game like make it really yeah. cool like they definitely like bandai is um bandai like owns like the gundam ip right like that's under yeah. bandai okay cool yeah. so like bandai so like the- told this game developing company they're like this is exactly what we want and yeah. you can't they probably were like you didn't give them a whole lot of creative freedom mm-hmm. for like some parts just because it's their ip and they can do what they want so yeah so the the anime was developed by Sunrise, and then Sunrise like was like, "Hey Bandai, make these toys like the model kits." Mm-hmm. Bandai made more money off the model kits than Sunrise did off of like the anime. So Bandai then bought Sunrise, the studio who makes the anime, um, and they're like, "We control you now." <laughs> I am the captain, <laughs> <laughs> which is like good and bad because i mean i think like a lot of the gundam fandom does come down to the model kits but a lot of it is also like i don't know what they're producing as far as like content is yeah uh, bandai should throw more money at video games though i i I think that a a battlefront gundam game would be even if you're playing as the like um 
I don't know. We we said this on a previous episode, but like just like fucking Titanfall with Gundam would be incredible. But the the thing the problem with Gundam is there's no like human like foot soldier v Gundam. Like that doesn't exist in no. the show really, which like makes sense yeah. because like that's not a good like it, it comes down to robots fighting robots and like that's I feel like hard to make really fun in a video game. Yeah. I mean, I think that like what they've pivoted to is simple 1v1 combat games which is just like going to please a certain amount of people enough to make yeah. money like and those then, dragon like, they, ball games yeah they don't have to like reach out too far to to make other stuff so um you know hopefully they'll they'll come up with more stuff in the future i would like happily accept another version of this game or something similar with like the the updated franchises and mm-hmm. i'm excited to play like the other versions so yeah Hell all yeah. in all for me i would say uh give it a shot and um you'll enjoy it yeah but i think that's it for us unless you have anything else simon um no thank you so much for playing the video game with me you're very fun to play video games with and i I look forward to playing more with you um if you guys like hearing us talk about video games in the future uh just let us know we'd like love to do more of these episodes or like i mean honestly like i would be so down to even just do an episode on halo when we're done playing the franchise or like in the middle of it because i think that there's still a lot to talk about that is tangentially related to Gundam. And I feel like the, and there's definitely some inspiration from uh, Dude, the franchise. Gundam it, doesn't so. exist in a vacuum. Like the fucking no. developers, uh, like Bungie, like after work, they probably went home, watched, you know, like Double Zeta and then went into work the next day. They're like, whoa, what if we like made, you know, Master Chief look kind of like a robot? That'd be kind of cool, right? You know? Yeah. I, yeah, I think that there's a lot of inspiration taken from Gundam to a lot of stuff. Yeah. Um, so, you know, I think that there, there's a lot to talk about. And, you know, I'm excited to, to play more video games. Um, but that's it for today. Next week, Hi. we'll be back. Um, we'll be, we're we're going to be getting back into the swing of things now. Uh, things have settled down a little bit. So mm-hmm. I'm pretty sure next week we'll be back with the full final episode of Season 3 of Gundam I Hardly Know Him. And we're our kids, finally, baby. We're finally going to wrap up Double Zeta. We're going to talk about Judo, Haman, fucking Rue. We're going to just do it all. And then after that, we can finally get into Shar's Counterattack. Oh, so, yeah. yeah, we'll be back next week. Thank you all for listening. Um, you know, give us a rating and review if you have a moment. We would love that. Um, hit us up if you want to uh, talk about video games on social media and stuff. But see you next week. We love you. Bye. I, I love you in real life. Bye. <laughs> <laughs>